Hey mama, I'm so, so excited to chat with you today about how to make exercise work in our busy lives as moms of littles. A common challenge that so many of us have in postpartum fitness. And as moms, it can be so hard to find the time, the energy, the motivation in our busy lives to exercise. So I'm gonna go through my top 10 tips for how to make your workouts work with a baby or with little ones at home. Hey friend, welcome to Arm to the Heart. I'm Megan Gephardt. I believe life and motherhood is a gift. I believe each of us are born with a unique mission we're meant to fulfill. I believe babies and dreams can and do go together. I believe it is possible to pursue the dreams in our hearts and also be a great mom at the same time when we let God lead us. I believe it takes a village and a whole lot of grace and that military life and motherhood is so much better when we do it together. So let's put on the armor of God. Let's run this race up before us as sisters in arms, as sisters in Christ. Whether you are early postpartum with a newborn or whether you've got toddlers that you're wrangling, it can be so hard to find the time to get in your exercise session. I'm going to give you my top 10 tips today. So number one, remember your why. And when it comes to our why, I want you to have a goal or a reason or motivation that you can ground yourself in a goal that you set from a place of empowerment and of excitement, of hope. I do not want it to be a goal that you set out of insecurity. And what do I kind of mean by that? I don't want it to be something that you feel like you have to meet in order to feel valuable, to feel worthy again, to feel beautiful again to feel good enough. So if you're kind of finding yourself in a place where you're having trouble accepting your body where it is right now, if you're feeling a lot of pressure to fix your body, to rush past this phase because you wanna look in the mirror and feel more like yourself again, I completely get it. But I wanna make sure you are setting a goal out of a place of feeling empowered with everything that exercise can bring you, the strength that it's gonna bring you, the confidence it's gonna bring you. But I don't want you to feel like in order to be worthy, you have to meet that goal. Does that make sense? So do not set a goal from a place of insecurity, but I just want you to kind of get curious with yourself on what's your motivation? What's your reason? And a good thing to do is to ask yourself, why do I want to be strong? Or why do I want to get fit? Why would I want to have more energy? Why do I want to be healthier? And a lot of it can go probably go back to what our mission is, what our calling is, both within and beyond motherhood. And so think about how does being healthy, being strong, having energy, being physically fit, how does that serve the people around us and serve your calling? All right, number two is minimize barriers. So work out at home when your baby's little, especially when they're newborn. You know, we want to minimize the time, the distance, and the kind of inertia that we have to overcome in order to do a workout in the first place, because there's going to be a lot of barriers. Life happens, and life is kind of messy with little kids, and it's it's hard to even find those moments of time for ourselves. And so reduce those barriers for yourself. Don't put a standard on yourself, especially early postpartum, to get all the way over to the gym because there's a million steps and things that have to happen in between, you know, now and then. Don't bother changing your clothes if possible. You know, you can be in your pajamas, you can be in your milk-stained bra and your spandex or whatever it is that you're in, your sweatpants. Don't worry about changing clothes. You know, you don't have to look the part if you're going to work out. It's just another barrier sometimes that we put in the way. 
put your equipment in an easily accessible place so that it's ready to go and just keep it simple. Keep it really simple. If you're looking for a program that you can do from home, my postpartum program is designed to reduce all these barriers for you. Number three, engage your baby. Find ways to involve or keep your baby kind of happy with either, you know, maybe it's a seat, a swing, a bouncer, a playmat, etc. right? Whatever your baby likes the most. And then also think about moving positions for them if they get kind of antsy during the workout. What are those things that can kind of entertain them? What are those things that they feel soothed by? And especially as your baby gets older, it's going to get easier because they're also going to enjoy and kind of be entertained by watching you move around and exercise. So, you know, you can make funny faces at them. And some things that I love to do early on, for example, when they're really little is double your maybe push-ups as tummy time for them. So like you're right down there on the floor with them or you're going up and down kissing them or, you know, you're holding them while you're doing the exercise. So engage them in the ways that you can, you know, warm up the rehab, the stretching is a really good time to kind of, like I said, double as tummy time or to hold them instead of another form of weight. If they're really upset or if they're very having a very fussy day and don't want to be set down, I totally get it. I know that happens a lot with newborns, right? And so this can be something that is actually fun and memorable for you. And just being able to be flexible and know how to engage them can be really helpful. That ties in very closely with number four. Interruptions will happen, right? It's so important to just not let them frustrate us. Just go with the flow, be flexible, give yourself and your baby grace. You know, it's perfectly okay if you have to pause a few times to rock or to nurse your baby mid-workout, to grab a new toy, to change up their environment, to change their diaper because they had a blowout, to tend to other children, you know, whatever it is. Don't beat yourself up and just remember why you're doing this. Know that it is worth it to take care of yourself even if it means you're going to be interrupted. And over time, you're going to become less phased by these interruptions the more you just normalize it for yourself. Number five, have a plan. Being prepared can just help ensure that the workout is going to be as quick and effective as possible so you don't have to waste your valuable time and energy that you're already short on figuring out what you're going to be doing or getting overwhelmed without knowing where to start or you know what's safe, what's not safe. And so following a progressive training program can really help you on so many levels. Just reduce the confusion, reduce the overwhelm and kind of anxiety and stress surrounding how do I best use this time. Number six have a contingency plan or an alternate plan for those challenging days. So obviously, you know, we're going to have those days where our baby's not having it, (laughs) you know, or it's a rough day for our kids all around. And, you know, sometimes we need to kind of cherry pick our workouts based on our little one's mood or kind of have some of those creative options in our back pocket to handle those fussy moments or those days where it's, it's not going our way. Right. And so for example, baby wearing, baby holding workouts, stroller workouts, pushing your stroller uphill, almost like a sled. These kinds of workouts are so, so good and so helpful to have as alternates when we meet them. And so I provide a number of these in my postpartum training program for you because you deserve to know, like, how can I still work out and do lower body exercises? How can I do upper body exercises? How can I do cardio with my baby and kind of make it work during those hard days? Another great one that I love to do is workouts at the park. Parks are so great. There's so many things that we can do if we just get creative. And so if you've got a toddler that you also have to keep entertained, perfect time to get your workout into while they're running around playing, having fun. All right, number seven, figure out your rhythm. And the schedules are so unpredictable early on, right? You know, our baby's just adjusting to the world. We're transitioning postpartum. But some of the times that have worked the best for me and I know have worked the best for other moms too is right after our baby eats, right after they wake up 
early in the morning, it seems to be the time that they're happiest, of course. And so we want them to be the happiest to, again, to make it as easy as possible, as smooth as possible for us to exercise. And so you are going to know what are those time frames for you and your baby, where your baby's in a, generally a better mood. It's probably not going to be the afternoon when they're cluster feeding, when they are in that period where they tend to be crying more or be a little bit more upset and just overtired. The later we wait in the day, the less likely the workout's probably going to happen just because, again, things happen, you know, motivation is going to go down even more, our energy levels are going to go down, we're going to already have expended a lot of energy in whatever our day looked like. And so earlier, the better, I would say. And maybe, or maybe you want to aim for a nap time um, or a baby's bedtime. You know, if it works better for you, go ahead and do that. Another option could be to split the workout into shorter kind of spurts throughout your day. And that can be great too, right? And so do what works for you, like full permission to adjust, to adapt, whatever is going to help you to get it done and get it done imperfectly. That's perfectly okay. But having a bit of that consistency and kind of building the mindset of, okay, firm but fluid can reduce kind of that decision-making stress. So if you have that routine that you're dedicated to where, okay, my first hour or two in the morning is the time frame that I'm going to use to do my rehab exercises, to do um, a little bit of, of working out. And that's the time where I'm going to have fun, make it an engaging time for me and for my baby. You know, and, and that, again, having that kind of routine can allow us to reduce that sort of stress around, oh my gosh, when am I going to fit this in? When am I going to fit this in? You know, and looking for that perfect time that may never really come. Okay, number eight ask for help. Oh man, it's so hard to ask for help postpartum and just at any time, truly in motherhood, we really have to surrender our pride in this, but don't be afraid to ask for help so you can take some time for yourself or so you can focus on a workout that you want to do that maybe is harder to do with a baby and consider alternating workout times either with a spouse, with a partner, with a friend. Uh, That can all be great options and know that you are not a burden for asking for help. You don't have to feel guilty for asking for help. It's not It doesn't mean that you are weak or that you can't do it on your own, but you're worthy of your needs being met too. And the more that you are able to receive and accept that help that may be available to you or even to ask for the help that you need, the better able you're going to be to pour into your baby. All right, number nine, keep a workout log. Having a physical log in a visible place that we can check off, we can track our workouts in, or we can visually see those habits and see that consistency compounding, it can be super motivating. It can help us feel really proud of ourselves, like we accomplished something today. You know, we, we're improving over time and we're doing it even when it's hard. You know, I know, especially early postpartum, it can feel like, especially when our world just values productivity, we can feel like we're almost lost without like much to show for our day almost. It's like, of course, we have been pouring ourselves out nonstop to keep this little human alive, but it's like, our day, it's hard to kind of measure our productivity in the day. And so it's a time I always try to remind myself, like this is a time of fruitfulness over productivity, but that's a really hard mindset shift when so much of our identity has been in what we produce and how we perform, you know, in our work environments and just in society in general. So keeping that workout log, having it in a visible place, like I put a little tracker on my fridge and it was so great because I put my little non-negotiable habits throughout each day during the early postpartum time, it was literally like broken down, like have a glass of water, have my vitamin, you know, do my rehab exercises, um, you know, do whatever workout was. And I even indicated on there if it was a rest day, do my prayer time, like little tiny habits. And I would track it myself. So I knew I even had on there actually um, have a good breakfast, have one or two other solid meals. 
And I just wanted to make sure like I was doing the non-negotiables for myself to be taken care of too. And that, of course, I was going to be nourishing my baby all day long, but I wanted to make sure I was also honoring my own needs in that way. And so for me, that was really helpful. And the workout was just one of those parts of it. And so in my program, I have a printable workout calendar for you to kind of check off each time because it feels good to do that. And for those of us who like really love checking something off a to-do list, like this is a great feeling of accomplishment. So I totally see you. That's you. All right. Number 10, find an accountability partner or a coach. And if you want to take your fitness to the next level postpartum, if you really want to fast track your improvement in any area of life, like we all need someone to encourage us through the challenges, through all the roadblocks that come to help us overcome whatever our personal struggles are and whatever's kind of hanging us up. And so I'm here for you and don't hesitate to reach out. And again, I have my postpartum program available for you if you're ready to take that next step too. If you're not, you want something in between, I have also have my free postpartum fitness guide. That'll be a really great starting point for you and a great resource to guide your return to exercise and return to fitness during this time. So just to sum it all up here, I know it can feel incredibly overwhelming and challenging with a baby, right, to find the time, the energy, and to stay motivated to exercise. But I encourage you, the first thing, motivation comes and goes. Motivation is fickle. But if we remember our deep why, we can really persevere. We can establish the habits and the discipline that it takes. So when we're grounded in our dream, whatever that dream is, that's what fuels our discipline. It's not the you know energy that can come and go because that's going to come in waves. And honestly, when we're early postpartum, like we're going through so much mentally, emotionally, physically, hormonally, you know, we're so sleep deprived. Like our motivation is not always going to be there. And it's going to be hard to see ourselves where we're at because we're probably far from where we're used to being or where we once were, where we want to be. And so it's easier to give ourselves grace when we adjust our mindset, when we adjust our perspective so that we make sure it serves us instead of holding us back. Remember progress over perfection and action, even the one small step, one day at a time, it brings momentum. So the first day you do it, you know, it's going to be hard to overcome whatever barriers it is. Second day you do it, it's going to become a little bit easier, a little bit easier, a little bit easier. So keep building that consistency over time, and that's where you're going to start seeing the results and the positive overflow into all the areas of your life. Early postpartum, it's all a bit of a dance, right? The more we have this sort of all-or-nothing mindset, the more we're just going to either beat ourselves up or give up when it doesn't go our way, when it doesn't look perfect, when all the conditions aren't lining up for us, and when does it ever as a mother, right? Oh my goodness, I know it isn't for me at least. And so I really have had to confront this all or nothing mindset that I've brought into so many different areas of my life. And that's one way that I feel like God has just been refining me as a mother. So something is better than nothing, 100% when it comes to workouts. You know, and of course, we're going to all prefer no interruptions, no distractions, But often that's just not going to be the reality, and especially when we're early postpartum, especially during these high-demand mothering seasons or just seasons of life. You know, maybe we're in the thick of a military move or we've got a PCS coming up or we're in a training course or whatever it is that's going on. There's probably a lot going on, you know, and we can either wait around for perfect timing all day or this perfect time, or we can just embrace the imperfection and move forward anyways. You know, and that's where we're going to really see those steps towards our goals. So even when we may not feel like we have the energy, the motivation, sometimes all it takes to kind of get over that hump in the first place is just starting. Give yourself permission to start five minutes at a time, 
or like a little bit per day in your pajamas, in your nursing bra, like doesn't have to look pretty. Just, you know, your your child could be climbing all over you. You know, you're wrangling your toddler while you're, you're trying to keep your baby um, happy, whatever it looks like for you. You're still going to feel better knowing that you did your best to take care of yourself too. And that momentum will just grow and it will get easier over time. And so even amidst the sleep deprivation and all of those things, exercise is worth it, right? It will bring you you know, a consistent release of endorphins, serotonin, dopamine, all these good hormones that contribute towards our joy. It decreases our risk of postpartum depression, anxiety. It helps control our appetite and it leads to actually more restful sound sleep. So even when we're super sleep deprived and our sleep is super broken because we're waking up a million times a night. I know even this week, like William's been waking up like 10 times a night. I'm like, dude, you just turned one year old. Why are you still waking up 10 times a night? But I'm like, he's probably wanting extra cuddles because he doesn't get that during the day for me. So, you know, we all want more patience, more joy, more peace in our, and more energy in our motherhood and in raising our kids. And so this is going to give us that and it's going to give us the strength and confidence to do whatever we need to do in life. And also, you know, maybe in our jobs, if we're in the military and a lot is demanded of us physically. Don't ever downplay how important it is to take care of yourself too as a mother. I know the struggle can be really real juggling all those things. But I know for me, my tendency is to put myself last in the most demanding seasons when I'm really trying to take care of my family. But that has this like negative bleed over effect into my interactions with them of, you know, my, when my cup is not filled in the very, very basic ways in my health and my physical, mental, emotional, spiritual health, I can tell, my family can tell it's not very pretty. So I know that's probably the case for a lot of moms, but so many of us are used to running ourselves to the ground and putting ourselves last. So just remember that you are worthy of this. You are worthy of taking the time to do this. And it doesn't have to be either your family or exercise. You can integrate your family into it. And I think that's the best way to do it. And that's how we have to do it, frankly, in seasons like this where early postpartum, you know, we're just trying to survive life with a newborn. So give yourself permission for it to be imperfect.